Welcome to Own Your Career, Own Your Future, a Schneider Electric podcast where industry experts across different fields from around the world share on trending topics, insights and career advice on how the next generation can contribute to creating a more digital and sustainable world. This show aims to be a trusted voice for students and early careers who are looking to kickstart or advance their career with Schneider Electric or in related industries. Welcome to Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast. Each month, we take the time out to share with our listeners a series of bold ideas that'll help you build your career, whether you're students just looking for your first internship or seasoned professionals looking to learn more and continue to grow. We are here to develop your career and sustainability. So Mo and Tanya, how have you guys been? Katie, I'm extremely scared at the moment. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> Yeah. So recently I attended a sustainability workshop at Schneider Electric as a part of Earth Overshoot Day. So for those of you who don't know what it is, Earth Overshoot Day marks the date when humanity's demand for ecological resources in a given year exceeds to what earth can generate in that year. They presented a very interesting facts that from January 20 January 1st to July 28th of 2020 and this was the time when covid was rampant and there was reduced vehicular movement, reduced industrial activities. Humanity used more from the nature than the planet could renew in that particular year. So that means that one third of our annual demand is unsustainable. So with all the unsustainability and the, the on top of that there's a threat of climate change, I think it's high time we adapt to a sustainable way of living or we are going to perish so that was extremely scary that workshop was and i think that it's high time we take climate change seriously what do you think about this tanya i couldn't agree with you more i mean the topic itself today what we're discussing here is something that's very close to me i think i was at university when i first realized the impact of my own individual actions and ever since then i've tried to incorporate little changes in my own life but i'm really curious to know how our guests today which i'll leave for Katie to introduce think about sustainability and how we're approaching it as a company Wow, we definitely have a responsibility in sustainability for sure. And Moen, that sounds like a pretty intense workshop, but it pairs so nicely with this conversation that we're going to have today. And you know Tanya and Katie, I think after this after attending this workshop and researching around Earth Overshoot Day, it really makes me think that this is not a time for fear. This is a time for hope and action. For this third episode, we are zooming in on opportunities to work in the field of sustainability, specifically in Schneider Electric's sustainability business. Schneider Electric is the leader in the digital transformation of energy management and automation. And today, we have the pleasure to speak with Dominic Barbado, the Vice President Strategy and Innovation for the Sustainability Business at Schneider Electric, along with Julia Arnold, a global human resources business partner for the sustainability business. Dominic, why don't you go ahead and tell us more about yourself? Well, thank you, Katie. It's a pleasure to be here with you and joining for this podcast. I'm based, first of all, in Louisville, Kentucky in the United States. Even though we're, we're based here in the Midwest, we've got a global team of about 2,300 people all around the world supporting clients on their decarbonization journey. So excited to share more about that. I've been with Schneider for about 15 years in total. I'm actually a boomerang hire. 
So I spent about eight and a half years with a company called Summit Energy, which was acquired by Schneider Electric in 2011. I left about a year after that acquisition to go work for Deloitte in its energy and resources practice based out of Houston, Texas. And then a few years after that, actually left Deloitte to co-found a startup that was focused on energy as a service before that term was officially coined. So that was kind of a cool thing that I got to do. I rejoined Schneider Electric in 2016 in a strategy capacity and really enjoyed being back. I always really loved the the people within this company, the culture that we have, the type of work that we do, and, and really the impact that we can create for clients. On a personal note, I've got two little girls, ages two point uh, two and a half and and one. They keep me busy and youthful, but uh, I'll admit, oftentimes worn out. So uh, that's just a little bit about me. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. Two and a half and one. Yes, you are very busy. And mm-hmm. it also sounds like in your 15 years in this career, you have been very busy as well. And I love the term that you used, boomerang hire. That's great. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm we, there's been noted. a lot of change over those 15 years, but really great. The organization as a whole has evolved in, in really unique ways. I think we're better situated than ever to really capitalize on some great opportunities ahead of us. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. And Julia, do you want to go ahead and share some more about yourself? Sure. I'm also very excited to be here. So I have been with Schneider Electric for almost six years. I'm also in Louisville, Kentucky, which is actually home of 95% of the world's bourbon. I am one of the global HR business partners for sustainability business. I partner with our research and development and IT teams, our public sector, marketing, SaaS, and strategy. Some interesting things about me, I've only been within this business at Schneider, and to see the way that it's grown and evolved has been just really exciting. When I started, only had maybe a handful of people in the sustainability department, and now I think we're probably close to over over 100 people around the world focusing on that. I originally am from out west. I've been in Louisville for about 10 years. I have two dogs, so I, uh, I'm staying away from the kids and then going with the pet route in my life. I love that. What kind of dogs do you have? I have two mutts. One is a Corgi, Sheltie, Dotson. Every time I take him to the vet, they add a different breed. And then the other one is a little terrier. And so I, I named them after places I've lived. So Ben is really, his name is Tutabane. So I used to live in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So I named him after that. And then my other dog, Winnie, is really Sarah Winnemucca because I grew up in a small town, Winnemucca, Nevada. Okay, those are the coolest names. (laughs) And thank you so much for being here today. I look forward to having this conversation, guys. So I've been at Schneider for about a year now. And one of the first things that I heard when I came into Schneider was that sustainability isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. And seeing that both of you have had such a diverse experience within the field, I'd love for you to shed some light, especially give us a bit more background on Schneider's sustainability business. So Julia, why don't you lead that part? And then Dominic, I'd love for you to explain for our listeners where our current strategy sort of stands today and why it's such a lucrative opportunity for young graduates or early careers talent to explore. So our sustainability business, as we both said, has really grown in the past few years. We have some really ambitious growth targets. And right now what we do is we, we manage about 30 billion euros uh, of managed resources worldwide. Uh, 128 million tons of CO2 is managed annually. 
So if you really think about that, that's equivalent to more than 27 billion passenger vehicles driven in only one year. Uh, we've got 14 gigawatts of Schneider-advised corporate renewable PPAs since 2014, making us the largest advisor of negotiated corporate PPAs in the world. So for PPAs, those are power purchase agreements. Those are a really a great way for larger corporations to make a, a positive impact on the environment. We track about 8.7 million invoices annually in Resource Advisor. We have, man, probably, yeah, about 2,300 employees in over 100 countries. And this varies from marketing to R&D, strategy, operations, consulting, sales. You know, we really run the gamut in all of the different things that we, we touch and do. Maybe I start first with just describing Schneider's role in sustainability. When I think about our organization as a whole, our purpose is really to empower all to make the most of our energy and resources, bridging progress and sustainability for all. And we were recognized by the Corporate Knights in 2021 as the world's most sustainable company. This past year in 2022, we were fourth. I think they just had to let somebody else win. But all that said, we are definitely a leader in sustainability at a corporate level, creating impact across the globe. So when I think about climate change and sustainability, these are really arguably the defining issues of our time, right? So in terms of young people who are looking to get into the field of sustainability, this is probably one of the most active and unique and dynamic fields that I can think of today for a graduate or for a young person in their career to really grow and, and make an impact in a new and evolving area. When I think about our sustainability business within Schneider Electric, we were really formalized in 2020 to help take a lot of the great work that we do for Schneider and really parlay that to help provide leadership to other organizations around the world. Even though our sustainability business was formalized in 2020, the pieces and parts of that have existed within Schneider Electric for some time. And so that formalization of this entity really demonstrates the commitment of our board, of our senior leadership with Jean Pascal and all of our C-suite really to sustainability and then trying to take all that great stuff that we've been able to accomplish as a corporation and, and help take that to other organizations around the world. So we have a massive opportunity ahead of us. There's been an incredible amount of investment that has come into the space of sustainability. And so when I think about that, it's all sorts of new opportunities are being unlocked and uncovered. And so people who are innovative, who can thrive and change and willing to take on new challenges, really can look forward to an exciting career in sustainability and really creating that impact on a global basis for the clients that we serve. I think with whatever Dominic just said and the statistics given by Julia, it is understood that Schneider Electric actively promotes acts that we can con contribute back to the environment and promotes a sustainable way of living. And I think there are a lot of listeners who would like to work in such an organization. So I just wanted to ask Dominic and Julia that what kind of a background and skills do you look for to work in the sustainability business or have a or if someone wants to achieve a career in sustainability? Absolutely. So because of what we do, we we're really are open to a lot of different backgrounds. So we incorporate sustainability across all of our functions. We have so many diverse offers. We have customers that are really large corporations. We have our public sector customers that might be a town or a school district. So really when we're hiring, we look for the right type of person. And Dominic touched on this a little bit, but 
we want the right culture fit. So that's someone who's really passionate about sustainability, natural problem solver, someone who's really curious and a creative thinker, and most importantly, someone who can really provide excellent customer service, because really that's what we're here for is to serve our customers. We do have some specific roles, you know, in the U.S., we have some that are engineering and construction specific, so we need some backgrounds in those areas. But for any other role, of course, a background in sustainability or an education in some sort of energy-related field is also really helpful. Yeah, I think Julia did a really nice job highlighting some of the different attributes and backgrounds that we look for. You know, when I think about what we do in sustainability business, one word that really comes to mind for me is leadership. Our clients engage us to help them on their decarbonization journeys, really to overcome challenges and capture opportunities in energy and sustainability. Really, that means they're hiring us to help lead them. And leadership, in my view, requires a lot of trust. And so we have to work really on a daily basis to prove worthy of the trust that our clients place in us. So the type of people that we need to hire, the type of people that I look for are people who are trustworthy. These are people who can build rapport, who are of high character, who can think critically and remain calm in uncertainty. And while we look for a diverse set of backgrounds, you know, whether that's consulting or business or sales or marketing or operations, all that, ultimately we are looking for leaders, people who can really model the way for our clients and also each other to follow and really inspire a vision and a journey, kind of a path forward if you want to think about it that way. So we're looking for trustworthy people, and that really is well aligned with the trust charter that we have within Schneider Electric as a whole. I love that you said that you're really one of the main attributes that you're looking for is leadership and leaders and the trustworthiness. And that takes me back to most recently, I've gotten to work with two interns here at Schneider Electric, and it's been so nice for so many different reasons. But one of my favorite parts about mentoring these interns is that I've gotten to think back about the beginning of my career and what I wish I would have known and been involved in so early into my career. And that kind of leads me to our sustainability consulting leadership program. And Julia, I think you know so much about this. Could you share some more about this program and what it's doing for graduates? Absolutely. We are so excited about this program. Amanda Penn is on our HR team, and she's actually the program manager of this. And in less than a year, she partnered with our Schneider Electric leaders, HRBPs, recruiting teams, and students all over the world to launch our first ever sustainability consulting leadership program. And what this is, is a two-year rotational program for recent graduates within the sustainability business. So each participant will rotate through different roles every eight months, and that will allow them to really learn our business, explore various roles, and then meet different teams. Almost all of our functions and departments are in scope, including our sustainability operations, clean tech, client management, data, sales, our public sector, and even our emerging digital offers. We have already started 50 participants in the United States, Mexico, Brazil, Singapore, and France. In fact, four of them are sitting right outside my office right now, and we'll have 50 more starting in the fall in EMEA and APEC. So our first cohort, we're actually going to have 101 people in this first class. So the aim really is to accelerate our early career and diverse talent pipelines to support our very ambitious growth goals. Wow, that is incredible. They're going to get so much exposure and just be able to obtain so many additional skills than what they would get if they didn't have that huge rotation. That's amazing. 
and maybe if I could just add a couple comments to this briefly, uh, Julia did a great job kind of highlighting uh, what that program is all about, but we are super excited to see this class or cohort coming into our organization. Julia mentioned earlier how important culture is to the sustainability business. And so this is a way for us to engage young talent early to attract and really develop that talent to be sustainability experts and to provide that leadership to the customers that we serve. 20 years from now, hopefully I'll be retired, but these are the people that are going to be leading our organization, leading our business, leading our clients, and really have high expectations and high hopes for them coming in. I think we're going to see some really great results as a result of uh, this program. That does sound super exciting. Yeah, I I kind of envy them (laughs) because I'm in marketing, but I would love to be able to tap into sustainability as well at some point in my career. Dominic, I just want to circle back here. So when most people think about sustainability, they usually think about it from an individual action point of view. When it comes to a business, how does sustainability sort of fit into that? And how are we shepherding our customer sustainability journey? Could you maybe shed some light on that? Yeah, that's a really great question and one that could be answered in many different ways, I would say. Maybe first, just briefly, the term sustainability, it means different things to different people, right? So there's there's not one singular definition for sustainability. For me, when I reflect on it, sustainability is about stewarding resources, really using scarce resources effectively and efficiently. So whether that whether those are human resources, like the people that we have or that companies have within their organizations, whether that's dollars and cents, whether that's energy, carbon, whatever those resources might be, we need to think about ways to steward those resources and use them effectively and efficiently. Our sustainability business, Julie alluded to this a little bit, you know, we've got 2,300 people around the world serving about 2,500 clients in more than 100 countries. We manage something like 30 billion euro of resources spend. We're the world's leading advisor for renewable energy power purchase agreements. We've got a pretty substantial presence. I would argue that we're the world leader in sustainability from this perspective. And we advise many of the world's most well-known organizations across both the public and private sector. So these are common names to many companies like Walmart or Nike or Pepsi or Marriott or Ashan or Mondelez, very large global organizations who consume a lot of energy and resources. And so what we're doing is seeking to partner with them on their sustainability journeys to help them think about how they can set strategies in place to really affect their end goal and sustainability goals in a meaningful way. And oftentimes those organizations really struggle to bridge kind of the strategy aspect of sustainability with the execution aspects of sustainability. And so what we're typically doing is trying to partner with them, typically at like a C-suite or executive level, to help them think through what are the strategies that we need to put in place How do we get our arms around the data? Um, Digitization is a big element of sustainability. So how can they get their arms around the data to identify opportunities, to report out against progress on those opportunities, and then ultimately to go and decarbonize? And when I think about decarbonization, there's many different facets to this process, but a large part of that comes down to kind of a few different levers that organizations or companies can pull. So First of all, we help them manage the cost associated with a lot of the different resources that they have. We also help them electrify a lot of their operations. Oftentimes, 
more carbon intensive energy sources need to be abated in some way and electrification is one of the quickest ways to do that. So we help them electrify their operations. We also help them reduce the footprints that they have by using resources in, in their operations more efficiently. So we help them kind of reduce that footprint. We also help them replace their energy by switching from carbon intensive energy resources to lower carbon intensive resources, whether that might be a large scale wind farm and negotiating a renewable power purchase agreement on their behalf, maybe on-site solar, maybe it's uh, some sort of a microgrid, whatever that might be. To the extent that they can't reduce or replace their energy, we also help them balance the remainder by using environmental credits and offsets to, to basically offset those emissions in some way. And then most recently, we've been moving beyond what's referred to as scope one direct and scope two indirect emissions. These are kind of the emissions that are used in direct operations. We've been moving to help more in the area known as scope three, which also is an indirect emission. And that scope three area is really kind of what we think of as the value chain. So it's upstream suppliers providing input goods and services to the products that our, our clients manufacture as well as kind of the downstream value chain opportunities, kind of end use and end of life considerations that companies have as their products get sold into the field. So we're really kind of thinking across that spectrum and helping those customers set the strategy, set goals, and then think about what actions do we need to take to affect those goals by, as an example, being carbon neutral by 2030 or net zero by 2040, you know, whatever the specific goal that that client might have. So we're helping them think dynamically over a long period of time. And maybe the last comment that I'd make, uh, I think someone had mentioned earlier that sustainability is a big topic. It's not something that happens overnight. And I'm reminded of this Kenyan proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, take others. And I think that's really true of sustainability. Companies can't just do this all on their own. They have to engage others in the space. They have to engage leaders like Schneider Electric. They've got to engage their supply chain. They have to take others on their journey with them if they want to be successful. And I think that's one of the key roles that we play as an advisor to them is, is kind of helping them on that journey together. That's amazing to hear. And it's truly, truly impressive what a massive feat we've taken on. This sort of reminds me of last year around COP26, where we saw a lot of companies making these bold commitments and going very public with it. And now with COP27 around the corner, sustainability was also a huge theme back in Davos a few months ago. I'm curious to know what you're excited about in this space and what do you think is an up and coming area within the field that would be really interesting to explore over the next few years? It's a great question. I, I mentioned previously, there has been a ton of investment that is coming into this, into the space, into sustainability, into ESG, which stands for environmental, social, and governance. So for me, putting my innovation hat on, I get really excited by that level of investment because what's going to happen is a ton of new ideas and new opportunities are going to come out of that level of investment that we're seeing. So for me personally, every day is new. There are concepts and topics that didn't even exist two years ago that now are front and center for us to go and explore. And so we're we're really thinking transversely across a number of different topics, many topics that are too long to really get into on, on this podcast, but we're trying to think about what are those areas of interest and areas of growth for us over the next one, three, five years where kind of thinking about where do our clients want to be and then how can we help 
by partnering with them on that journey to make sure that we've got the right offers in place or right solutions in place to help them achieve success. One example, maybe just briefly, one of the areas that we're really interested in right now is around this digital sustainability. So how can we take a lot of the great consulting and advisory work that we do for clients, but how can we package that in a much simpler way, much more straightforward way, enabled digitally, and really offer that via a software as a service or a subscription-based model? And if we do this right, it's going to enable us to go far beyond kind of the, the large enterprise sort of entities that we serve today enable us to extend kind of down market into smaller and medium enterprises that today don't really have the time or the resources or the expertise to be successful at sustainability. A lot of these organizations make up the supply chains of the much larger enterprises that we serve. So our thinking is that if we can enable their success, we can also enable the success of those large enterprises from a scope three perspective. So so much more to unpack and uncover, but th those are some of the things that are exciting for me as I think about over the next few years. Yeah, I think uh, since uh, Dominic, you mentioned that we are investing in a lot of ideas, I think that kind of empowers and encourages us to do more and contribute more to the environment. I just had like one question to Julia. Can you like tell me how do people in the business work towards achieving these goals, what Dominic was mentioning now? Absolutely. So I think one of the best things about this business is the support that we give each other. And so we have really ambitious goals, lots of clients, lots of different offers that we do. And one of the great things that we do is we really embrace how we can support each other and how we can grow together. So if you have a challenging client or you have a challenging problem, you can really rely on getting different expertise together to help solve that. So we have some really creative problem solvers that know how to pull in the right people with the right experience. So that might be something from data operations, can help somebody over in our reg markets. We have a lot of really neat people on the PPA front and renewables that are figuring out how to help people through these challenges. And so I think one of the things that we have is, is even though we're over 2,000 people, we feel really small because we work so closely together and try and touch on all the different pieces together to create the right offer for the right client. Julia, I love that you said that you guys are so collaborative and supportive because I think that takes so much intimidation out of somebody that's early into their career that wants a career in sustainability just to know that they have that team behind them and the support. It's just everything. Certainly, sustainability is a key part of Schneider Electric's focus, and it is so great to hear how we are just continually living up to our purpose of empowering all to make the most of our energy and resources. It's such a huge responsibility. And hearing about all these positive examples that you shared today and the impacts that Schneider Electric is able to have on our environment, society, and economy just makes me feel so proud to be a part of Schneider Electric. Are there any ways Schneider Electric supports people who are personally passionate about sustainability and who want to make their own impact towards this very important topic? Absolutely. So we're really passionate about this, not only within our workforce, but also what we can do for people who have their own passion regarding sustainability. The first thing I think of is really our Go Green initiative. So if you look at our website, you can check it out. There's an opportunity for students to participate in Go Green challenges where they present 
problems and solutions for some really large challenges that our planet's facing. The other thing that we do is we have a great website called Perspectives. And what that is, it's a website where you can go and see what we're doing as a company. You can hear from speakers, you can hear from some of our leaders on how we're making our impact, but also how you can get involved either at your company, at your school, how you can fulfill that passion through some resources that we offer. Love that. There are so many ways to get involved. And maybe if I could add to that for just a moment, I would offer two additional resources for individuals who want to learn more about sustainability and specifically sustainability at Schneider Electric. The first is the Schneider Sustainability Impact website. So if you go out and and search for that in Google, you'll be taken to a webpage where you can learn more about Schneider as a whole and what we're doing around sustainability. And then secondly, in May of this year, we launched a sustainability school which hosts engaging passive learning, kind of supported by interactive videos and content for employees really to understand environmental and social sort of challenges, to understand our strategy and impacts, and also then to be able to take action at both the personal and professional level. So it's a great learning environment to be able to increase your level of education and awareness around sustainability-related topics. That was very interesting, Dominic and Julia. So it was really have, uh, and since we're towards the end of the episode, I want to say it was really amazing having both of you on the show. It was really great to know from you how Schneider Electric is so vested in sustainability, whether it is with decarbonization, promoting a sustainable future, but more importantly, the number of opportunities Schneider Electric provides to people who are passionate about bringing out a sustainable future. So before we close this episode, do you have any additional advice for students or professionals who might be looking to pursue a career in sustainability? Absolutely. So going back to what we're looking for is is really show that curiosity. If you're applying for a job or you're networking, talk about why you're passionate about sustainability, what really interests you in sustainability. You know, you really want to look at who you can connect with that can help guide you in your career along this path. The other thing is learn what's out there. That's what this business really is, is lifelong learners. And so how can you stay up to date in what's happening, what you know about Schneider, what you feel like you can contribute and really mm-hmm. highlighting those pieces can help you get your foot in the door. Oh, yeah. And what about you, Dominic? Do you have any advice for us? Yes, I fully agree with everything Julia just said, especially around learning. I heard the phrase once that leaders are learners. And I think that's really true of individuals in my experience. When I think about some of Schneider's core values, one of our core values is to learn every day. And so when I look back and reflect on my own career, one of the things that I have championed in the past and still to this day hold very close, near and dear to my heart is just how can I learn something new every day? I try to make a habit of reading thought leadership, just whatever I can do to expand my knowledge. And if you just take an hour a week to read and to learn, really be a sponge, absorb as as much as possible, ask questions. At the end of the year, you're going to have 52 weeks worth of knowledge on that particular topic. And so you start to become an expert in something by, by doing that. I might also say that there are so many different opportunities within this organization to really step up, to raise your hand for new opportunities that push you a little bit out of your comfort zone. It might also include networking and developing relationships with other parts of Schneider, or maybe you have less familiarity and just raising your hand and saying, I'm willing to try something new. I'm willing to take a little bit of a risk 
and stretch myself. And I think that's a really important aspect, especially early in your career, where there's so much out there that maybe you can go and explore. So I'd encourage us all to kind of embrace our inner explorer mindset, embrace our inner curiosity, and really seek to be a lifelong learner like Julia mentioned. Yes, I love that so much. Learning every day, that's the Schneider way, like 100%. If you can keep that mindset early in your career, later on in your career, you're just going to continue to grow and never miss a great opportunity. So that is a wrap for today's episode. And gosh, I feel like we learned so much today. And I want to personally thank Dominic and Julia for joining us on this conversation And of course, I'm so thankful to work for a company that doesn't just talk about sustainability, but really is walking the walk and we're really leading and we're partnering with our customers in our sustainable missions and it's really making a difference in the world. So makes me really proud to be a part of this team. And thank you guys so much for this conversation today. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a real pleasure to talk with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. If you would like to stay up to date with our latest podcast episodes, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Or you can simply check us out on our Schneider Electric blog. We look so forward to the next episode and we hope that you tune in with us next month. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast. Be sure to head over to the Schneider Electric Careers page at se.com slash careers to check out our open opportunities and sign up to join our talent community to receive exclusive invitations to events, career tips and company updates. Visit our Schneider Electric blog at blog.se.com to read employees' stories and learn about a variety of career paths. Last but not least, remember to follow and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Spotify to listen to all the available episodes. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. The information, statements, views and opinions should not be construed as the provision of advice by Schneider Electric or as an offer to buy or sell any products or services or to make or consider any investment or course of action.